Welcome to Odds and Ends, and I'm your host, Mike Tice. The divisional playoff round is upon us starting on Saturday tomorrow with four great games this weekend. The Vikings at the 49ers. The Vikings are number six in rushing offense, and the 49ers are number two in rushing offense. That game is Saturday, 4.35 p.m. Eastern time from Levi Stadium in the Bay Area. The second game tomorrow, Saturday, the Titans at the Ravens, 8.15 p.m. Eastern time at M&T Bank Stadium. The Titans are number three in rush offense, and the Ravens are number one in rush offense. The reason why that's significant is because of the eight playoff teams remaining, six of the eight are in the top ten in rushing offense, and only one team, the Chiefs, are in the top ten in passing offense. Sunday's game, the Texans at the Chiefs. That's a game that I like at Arrowhead Stadium. The Texans are number nine in rush offense. The Chiefs are number 23 in rush offense. And the last game of the weekend could be the best game. Two great quarterbacks. The Seahawks travel to Lambeau Field, 6.40 Eastern Standard Time, or actually Eastern Time. The Seahawks are number four in rush offense, and the Packers are number 15 in rush offense. We have a great guest for you today. It's defensive line coach Andre Patterson of the Minnesota Vikings, who are traveling to the Bay Area to take on the 49ers in our first game this weekend. When we come back, We'll hear from Andre Patterson of the Minnesota Vikings. I got the horse right here. The name is Paul Revere. And here's a guy that says if the weather is clear, can do, can do. This guy says the horse can do if he says the horse can Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson. I'm pretty doggone fired up to have on my next guest. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings defensive line coach, Coach Andre Patterson. Coach Patterson, you got to be fired up for this game this week. Tell me all about it, my man. Well, I'm excited. You know, it's a great opportunity for our organization and our fans. And, you know, the guys went out uh, last Sunday and, and, and put on a, a great performance. I was very, very proud of the way the defensive line took the game over and got to find a way to do the same thing against the 49ers on Saturday. Yes, and let's talk about that game a little bit because I agree. I think from the get-go, the defensive front uh, took over the game and really changed the complexion of the game early. I mean, to sack Drew Brees three times, seven quarterback hits in that game, uh, Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin just killing it on the edge. Both were credited with one and a half sacks each and three quarterback hits each. Really fired up for you guys. I did see a stat that uh, Everson Griffin is right behind Carl Eller, Alan Page, and Jim Marshall in career playoff sacks for the Vikings. Tell me and tell our fans a little bit about those two guys that just dominated last week. Well, you know, I think, Mike, it, it, it all started with us controlling the run game. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was our focus going in, is that, number one, we could not let them get uh, 41 and 28 going. Right. And if we let them get going in the running game, then Drew Brees was going to kill us. So our number one thing at the beginning of the game was to stop the run, and then if we knew that Drew Brees had to become a drop-back passer, then we could have a chance to, to get after him a little bit. And 
you know, one of the things that we did during the game is because Drew Brees sits shallow in the pocket. He's a short yep. dropper. He likes to step up. So on third downs, we moved Everson and Daniil inside. Unbelievable. And, and put those two guys on the guards. And oh. you know, they, they got in his face so fast, which made it hard for him to see, made the ball come out of his hands even faster, plus made him push back deeper in the pocket. And I think it got him a little bit off rhythm. And, uh, you know, I think that that really helped us through the course of the game. But it all started with the run game. Yes, and it, and it always does, doesn't it, Dre? Especially in the playoffs. You know, you talk about all these prolific passing attacks in the National Football League today. And then when you look at the numbers, the teams that are still hanging around and moving forward in the postseason are all the teams that can run the football. There's no question about it. There, there's no question about it. And, you know, if if you got a team that does have some rushers on it, if if they can know that the team can't run the ball and they can pin their ears back and go let it eat, that, that offense is going to be in for a hard day. But when that guy has to say, oh, we can't stop the run, now his focus is on the run game and they have a better chance of throwing the football. So, you know, the guys did a great job of executing the plan in the run game and, and, the, and the little change-ups we did. Uh, you know, moving Everson and Daniil inside really helped us through the course of the game. Yeah, and Linville Joseph inside and my man Shamir Stefan from Long Island, New York. Uh, those guys did a great job inside. And, of course, the linebacker play. I don't, I'll be remiss if I didn't talk about Anthony Barr and those guys, uh, Kendricks. Everybody, I mean, everybody was a team effort to be down two defensive backs. Man, I, I'm just fired up for you guys. And I just want to push one more time, touch one more time on the sacks. Three sacks of Drew Brees. That's so significant because I know he missed five games, but he was only sacked 12 times going into the game. You guys got to him three times. Uh, once again, my hat's off to you guys. What a great plan you guys put together, coaching staff-wise, and what a tremendous job your players did executing the plan, Dre. Congratulations well, again on that. Well, well thanks, Mike. You know, I, I tell you, here's one of the things, and, and you know from being a former player and a great coach in this league, when people put out a stat that's not real, yeah, and you can show your players on, on tape what's real, mm-hmm. it motivates the hell out of them. Oh, so, yeah. So they put out a stat that their two tackles had not given up a sack all season. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, we sit there and watch the tape, and we're watching the tape, and they're giving up sacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, okay, well, how can that be a true statement? Well, that really burned Griff and Daniil, and they wanted to show the world that these guys, you know, weren't what everybody was trying to portray them to be. Well, I tell you, I told those two guys, your two players, when I went to practice during the holiday and I walked over to those two players of yours, and I said, guys, I just want to let you know something. I am a huge fan of yours and continued success. And let's let's continue our success this week, the Vikings' success, when you guys go into the 49ers. And I'm going to talk a little bit about them, and then we'll talk about those type matchups. you got the San Francisco 49ers pounding their chest. Everybody's, hey, we're good, we're good, we're good. But let, let me just tell you something I've seen. I followed them all season. I'm sure you've watched all the tape up to this point, they've given up 36 sacks this year, and if you right. and if you can, like you said, so it's no secret, stop that run game of theirs. They can't hold up in pass protection. I know they got George Kittle. I know they got Matt Breida and, and Mostert, and I know they got Kyle Juzic, the fullback. All really good football players, excellent football players. But if you stop that run game, I don't think they can hold up. Well, you know, Mike, it all starts with the front. It all starts and ends with the front. So if if we don't let them get the run game going, 
I like our chances. If if they can run the ball, then everything's based off the play action in the bootleg. Yep. And if they can't run the ball, then now they got to become a drop back passing team. And I think it becomes you know in our favor if we're able to get that to happen. And so you know that's got to be our number one focus is not allowing them to run the ball. And they do a great job. They do a great job with their scheme. The O line does a great job of blocking together. But uh, you know we got to man up and uh, and be physical and beat the man in front of you. Yeah, and they've got a good offensive line. I don't want I don't want to discredit their offensive line. I mean, Joe Staley, an excellent tackle. I loved Lakin uh, Tomlinson coming out of Duke when he came out. Uh, ben Garland, Mike Parrison, good pro, and McGlinchey. That's a good group. I mean, it's a really good group, and they've got a really good and Kittle's a good blocking tight end. But I really feel. You know, those linebackers, the Minnesota Viking linebackers, will have a better day if we can shut down the run game and allow those linebackers to, you know, play coverage and not get sucked up on that play action. No, there's no question about that. And, and you, know, that, 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 you know, again, I'm going to go back a little bit to the New Orleans game. Mm-hmm. But one thing that helped us is because we did that, mm-hmm. you know, Breeze likes to dig and dunk. Yeah. So because our linebackers didn't have to worry about the run game, they were tight on the coverages. So when yep. he did give me the pass, the guy was getting hit immediately. Mm-hmm. You know. So that that's that would be a, another big key for us on Saturday. Yeah, because you get in Garoppolo's face, he's going to give you the ball now. You know, whereas Drew might not give you those turnovers, even though you know you guys hit him, he, he's going to be a little bit less giving with the turnovers. Garoppolo's going to give you the ball now. He's going to give it to you a couple times. I mean, the stats on this game are just mind-boggling how close of a, a matchup this is. You guys are eighth in scoring, oh, they're second in scoring, oh. Uh, you guys are sixth in rushing, oh, and they're uh, second in rushing, oh. You guys are fifth in scoring D. They're eighth in scoring D. I mean, sacks. You guys are tied with 48 sacks apiece. Uh, 13th in rushing D. You guys are only giving up 108 yards. They're giving up 112 yards. I think the Vikings will, I know it has nothing to do with you, but it is a team game. The Vikings should be able to run the ball, especially inside against the 49ers. And I look for you guys to shut down the run. And, and that your front is, in my opinion, the Minnesota Viking front is more physical than the 49ers front. Bosa does not want to. I know it has nothing to do with you, but Bosa does not want to play the run. <laughs> yeah, and we got we got to make them do it. You know, we got to make them do it. And it. You know, it's a big contrast between the two fronts. You know, we 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 put our hats on people. We put our hands on people. We move offensive linemen. They have their back foot back deep, and they're and they're playing to run on the way to quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's 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 two different philosophies, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see which one plays the best on Saturday. Well, listen, I'm so proud of you guys. You know, I'm a big fan, big fan of yours, and uh, keep your guys going. I know you will have safe travels out to the Bay Area. Uh, get yourself a little. Uh, cappuccino or whatever the heck they got there for you know, sourdough bread and so uh and i'll hopefully talk to you next week huh if we if, well, let's hey, do it again next week huh hey, hey mike you know i'm going home i'm from the bay i know go so hey I, I, hey well, I, I gotta show good if i'm going home you better you don't want to embarrass yourself no doubt about it. No uh, doubt about all right well go get a drain tell the guys i said best of luck hey well i appreciate you calling me man all right man be good Well, that's it for this week's episode of Odds and Ends, and I'd like to thank my special guest, 
defensive line coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Andre Patterson, coming off that big performance against the New Orleans Saints. Seven quarterback hits, three sacks, stopping the run of the New Orleans Saints. Talking about the Saint game, boy, Andre did a great job of sizing up the 49ers for us. I'd like to thank Andre again. This weekend's games, starting with those Vikings at the 49ers at Levi's Stadium, 435 Eastern Time. Then the Titans and the Ravens, 815 Eastern Time. What a great matchup that's going to be at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Sunday, the Texans travel to the Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium, 3.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, the Chiefs are going to be tough, tough, tough. And the Seahawks finish off the week at Lambeau Field, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Time. What a great weekend of games. I hope all your teams win. And let me tell you, you can tweet us at odds and ends pod. That's O-D-D-S, the letter N, E-N-D-S pod. Hey, I hope all your teams win. And don't forget this. I'd rather have a short price than a long face.